0: ESA for everybody: As we get ready to watch Will Levis in his second career start, don't be surprised or lose all hope if Will Levis struggles to be finished. Welcome into the Hot Read Podcast. I'm your host, Easton Freeze, Director of Published Content here at BroadwaySportsMedia.com. We're also brought to you by the 440 Podcast Network. Follow me on social media at Easton Freeze. I am live here at Boomba's Craft Pizza and Taphouse live in Spring Hill with my producer JT. JT, how are you?
1: I'm fantastic. We finally reached the, the week that if there was one to come out, it's this week as the Titans <laughs> do play tonight against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday night football. Uh, finally, a Thursday night football match that really matters to us because it'll keep us engaged the entire time this is true. versus this is true. Uh, the past couple of times, which have been less than ideal, I would say. Well, yeah, I was
0: about to say, even if it's a blowout, we're going to be here till, yes. the, till the to the, <laughs> till the very, gritty, end. To the very <laughs> end. And absolutely, the Titans and the Steelers play live on Thursday Night Football in just about an hour and a half. So we're getting ready to have a good time here at Boomba's Craft Pizza and Tap House in Spring Hill. And like JT said, this is the week. If you were going to, if you've been watching this show, You've been waiting for an opportunity to come on down, about 20, 25-minute drive out of town if you're from the Nashville area. Just down 65. Very easy drive. Rush hour's over. You'll be able to zoom right down here. And we have got some fantastic stuff for you to make your trip worthwhile. As promised, we have merch to give away. We've got some Oilers throwback uh, apparel. We've got an Oilers hat, Oilers beanie, Oilers koozie. we got a Steve McNair throwback t-shirt that looks very good. Um, and then we've got some boom gift cards that you could argue are the highest value of them all. Some $50 Boombaz gift cards. If you just come on down here, say, hello, say I'm here for the Titans. Say I'm here for the hot read podcast. We'll be happy to hook you up and you can, you and a buddy probably could eat and drink to your heart's content on <laughs> us on boom uh, crap pizza and tap house here in spring hill. So I, I really shouldn't have to sell that more than that free food, free gear just come say hello. And if you're wondering, uh, am I too late? I'm watching this at home right now. I, I want the stuff, but I, you know, I'm not, I'm not even in my car yet. We're not doing the giveaways until the game, my friend. So come on down now. Now is your chance. Come say, Hey, we'll be doing the, I think we're going to do some giveaways like every quarter. Um, we'll see how it goes, but um, you have a very good chance of getting something for free, something of high value for free if you come and say hello. So we encourage you to come hang out and watch. I mean, watch the game on, one of the 70 big screen TVs in here have some of the delicious food and delicious drinks they have to offer at Boom Boz. It is going to be a fun night, and we are here pregame to preview all things Titans Steelers in the run-up to what should be a gross primetime game. The under set at 36 and a half last time I checked. Yikes! <laughs> it is going to be a it's going to be a classic Titans Steelers game. We're going to dive into all things Will Levis all things expectations for this game we've got some news to dive into as well as the week nine edition of the best bet gauntlet so if you're here with us live we appreciate you watching live if you're not going to come to boom at least do us this solid and retweet like send the link to a friend whatever you can do we want to get as many eyeballs on this as possible pre-game and we would also love for you to be watching this on Broadway sports media's youtube page going over to brawley sports media on youtube that's Broadway sports media type that in find this live stream be a a part of the comment section over there, like Kyle and D good already are D good said he would be here, but he lives in Rochester. I take that as Rochester, New York. That's a bit of a commute. You get a pass, D good, Um, but the rest of you, no excuses. Come on down, come hang out with us and watch the Titans. And we'll let us in a second career. uh, Start Derek in the comments as well. There's so many preview shows. I want to watch them all. Totally fair. I, i'm glad that you're here with us because this is obviously the best of the preview show so you've chosen wisely my <laughs> friend um and with that i have done enough vamping let's dive into what we actually need to talk about today titans Steelers. first thing i want to discuss jt we'll get the boring popular logical take out of the way here at the top right and you've been hearing it from everybody um it is the common sense thing to say and the reason we're going to say it out loud is because you might, many people today, I tweeted this, and folks were saying, like, everybody's saying this. Right? Well, I'm saying it because fans of anything aren't notorious for, they aren't famous for implementing a lot of common sense. Um, so we're going to put it out there because expectations should be tempered. They should be set for this game. And we're not trying to be the wet blanket here. Truly, we aren't. But just a PSA for everybody as we get ready to watch Will his second career start. Don't be surprised or lose all hope if Will Levis struggles a good bit tonight, right? It's going to be a really hard – first of all, it's a really hard task to follow the stellar performance he put up in his first career game. So the odds of him playing better than he did in that first game are very, very low just because he set the bar for himself so high, which is a good thing. Um, There's also the, the situation of the spot, right? Second career start, going on the road on a short week for a Thursday night football game, not ideal, don't get nearly the time to prep. Um, you're headed to a less than friendly environment in Pittsburgh. It, it's, it doesn't bode well. And if you look at the numbers in particular, um, it, it really doesn't look good for a rookie quarterback. We're going to get to those numbers here in a second. But what I will say is you should, I think fans should be pretty stoked to see Will Levis undergo some adversity, right? You don't want a fair weather quarterback. You don't want a guy that's a front runner. You need to see him have to batten down the hatches and come out of the storm on the other side in one piece. It's going to happen eventually, whether it's this game or the next, it's, it, as long as he is playing ball, and that's a whole other topic we're not going to get into today, but depending on how this game goes, our our recap show tomorrow, which we're going to do on a Friday, kind of a weird schedule, but we'll be recapping the show tomorrow afternoon. Uh, we may be talking about, we sure hope the Titans don't take this bad performance as an excuse to go back to Tannehill, but we'll get to that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there the things that he could face tonight that he really didn't in the first game, obviously he didn't have the best protection in the world in that first game, but he had adequate protection. Um, Some of the, frankly, some of the best the Titans have offered all season to their quarterbacks. So he could face significantly worse protection against this pass rush. And he could also face having to play from behind, right? He didn't do that at all in his first game. When you're on schedule like that, when you are, Playing from ahead and you can play conservatively and you're not having depression or having to chase, that is more conducive to success, especially for a younger player. Um, wide receivers unable to get open. They, on a couple of occasions, some of his best plays from the first week were wide open receivers, which is good that he identified that and he hit them, and there's an accuracy there that allowed them to make plays. But there, if you know this Titans team, if you know their receiving core, there are going to be weeks where they're just covered up and you're having to test some tough windows, you're having to force the ball in there. Um, and and hope that your receiver can make a play and your accuracy has to be pinpoint for the balls to be catchable. So that's something he could face if he hasn't yet. And then getting off schedule, like I mentioned, the Titans today really sneaky. When you go back and watch the tape of the, the Titans-Falcons game, they did a fantastic job of staying on schedule, not just drive to drive, but, but series to series. They were able to put themselves in third and six or shorter on a pretty consistent basis Allowing Will Levis to make short intermediate read throws, be in fewer obvious passing down situations that, uh, you know, kept the element of surprise and forced defense to respect uh, the volatility of of what, you know, the the variety of things that the Titans could throw at them and not just pin their ear back and and go after the quarterback and make his life uh, really difficult. So those are the things that he could potentially face tonight, which I think should be exciting for Titans fans because, as you've heard many folks talk about, really this year the number one priority for the Titans for the rest of the season is not winning as much as it is finding out what you have in Will Levis, developing him. That is the number one priority. Now they want to win, and playoffs are still firmly on the table, especially if they get back to 500 after this game. Okay, In, in four or five hours from now, the Titans could be 4-4 four and four, and absolutely firmly within the playoff race in the AFC South, a half game back, I believe, of that seventh seed and uh, getting closer to uh, contending with the Jaguars team, who has a 6-2 and record. they will be two games clear of the Titans, but there are still two Titans-Jaguars games this year, which are a four-point swing, depending on who wins those games. That's a very, very big deal for who wins the division. You really can't write off anybody until they've played those division games. So let's look at the numbers, JT, on um, rookie quarterbacks in this atmosphere, in this environment in Pittsburgh, and how they've fared rookie qbs are 1 and 15 in the previous 20 seasons while playing at the Pittsburgh Steelers they are 0 and 5 all time in primetime games that does not bode well um it, you know is also when you look at rookie qbs in primetime specifically like who did what the names are encouraging in the fact that a lot of these guys played poorly because they ended up just being bad quarterbacks um, it's Justin Fields and Joe Flacco and then a bunch of guys you're going to be like, who do they play for again, right? So you've got Justin Fields who had a 59 percent completion percentage, one passing touchdown. Joe Flacco, 52 percent completion percentage, one touchdown. And then Jimmy Clausen for the Panthers, 44 percent zero TDs. John Beck for the Dolphins, 61 percent zero TDs and Eric Zier. 37% zero TDs. I have no idea who that person is, that last guy. Uh, shout out Eric Zier, whoever you are, whatever insurance company you work for now. Um, so that brings us to the next question, and that is what do we expect in this game? Before we dive into that, JT, just want to shout out for people that are joining us live now. We are here at Boomba's Craft Pizza and Tap House in Spring Hill. We are having a Titans watch party here in just about, an hour and 20 minutes when the Titans play on Thursday Night Football. We've got a ton of merch and gift cards to give away, so we'd love for you to come and say hello. We'll be giving them out during the game. Come on down, 20, 25-minute drive down the interstate from Nashville. Come hang out, get free stuff, enjoy our company. We'll enjoy yours as we are watching the Titans play on Thursday Night Football. Okay, so what do we expect? A couple of things are really obvious to me, JT, and this is I'm curious – what your opinion is on this, but the things that stuck out to me immediately when I'm trying to project what the Steelers are going to throw at Will Levis this game, number one, two high safety looks. They are going to see him have so much success in that first debut, that debut performance, throwing the ball downfield, pushing the ball downfield um, with regularity and with success, taking that away, force this guy to operate underneath, force him to, um, you know really efficiently methodically operate is the only word i can think of operate underneath and and march the team down the field slowly is what i'm trying to get at essentially be efficient and 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 the the theory is you give a, a guy more chances to make a mistake there's a higher likelihood that he'll make a mistake especially a guy who is prone to making rookie mistakes such as a rookie quarterback in a second start so that's something they're absolutely going to do and then elsewhere in the passing game the obvious thing is they're going to try to take away deandre hopkins the connection that levis and hopkins had last week the basically levis deciding you know, this guy was a great receiver when i was 14 years old so i'm just going to throw at him and hope things go well and they did go well because he's a very good receiver and he's been a very good receiver for a long time that's that's something they're going to say okay we're going to force you to try to win with anybody else Trailing Burks that looked great. How about you throw his way? N- N.W.I. We feel like if we get beat by N.W.I., so be it. Right? um Kyle Phillips, Chica Conquo Like let's let's see some of these other cats get involved. We're going to cover up DeAndre Hopkins. Those are the two number one things that I expect the Steelers defense to throw at the Titans in this game.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you there. I mean, the biggest key here is uh, keep deandre hopkins at bay in this game um which is kind of a double-edged sword because it feels like it's going to be a tall task for this for this secondary without minka fitzpatrick tonight um trying to keep him at bay and and yet like if they are able to get rid of the, the deandre hopkins factor in this game for will levis I could totally see the Titans just turn to that running attack right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the, the Steelers do get a guy like Cam Hayward back, but it's like I said, double-edged sword. You can take one away, but it, it's even harder to take both away. And I've
0: heard a lot of people talk about like, well, the, the Steelers run defense has been bad, but they got Cam Hayward back. Like that's like, that's the band-aid that's going to fix. Like I, it's, is it better for the, absolutely. Having Cam Hayward back is going to make their run defense better. Is it going to fix it and make it better than average? I, I don't really see unless Cam Hayward is one of the most underrated, most valuable players in the league. Like maybe he has a tier tart level effect on the run defense that we're not aware of, but um, I still think it's going to be a vulnerable part of their game. Um, you mentioned guys that can take away D hop and it's Fitzpatrick not being in the mix, being a big deal. Absolutely true. One guy that they do have that I trust to give D hop a real fight is joy Porter jr. The rookie who they got with the shout out the chase Claypool trade. They uh, got a glorified first round pick. Essentially. It's like an early second round pick for joy Porter jr. Who slipped and he's been nails this year. Took him a while to get his footing. But in the past couple of games, he has faced Puka Nakua, Devonte Adams and Calvin Ridley against those receivers. He's allowed one for four, uh, 22 yards, zero touchdowns, one PBU, one for three, 12 yards, zero touchdowns, and then two for four, 20 yards, zero touchdowns. So that's not the, I mean, like I'm doing quick math here. That's four of 11 for four 54 yards, zero touchdowns and one path broken up. That's a shutdown corner. It and is. That's, that's a guy on his, on his way to being a shutdown corner at the very least. And I, I know that they don't travel him. He's a left side only guy from what I understand, but um, maybe, maybe they choose to change that tonight. And if the Titans are smart, they're going to try DeAndre Hopkins on the right side as much as possible um, in this game. So don't be surprised if that's something that happens. It's a it's a big opportunity just to kind of close the door, close close the turn the page here on the Titans offense. Big, big opportunity in this game because of the way that we're expecting them to force the Titans to operate underneath. Huge opportunity for some of these guys in the passing offense that haven't been a massive impact yet this season. Kyle Phillips is the first name that comes up for me. I, if there was ever a game for Kyle Phillips to show up, this would be the one that short, intermediate route-running ability, the prowess that he has, the the ability he has that's different from anybody else in this team to get open quickly, that short area quickness, absolutely an asset that he should be trying to use in this game, and Will Levis should be looking his way. Chica Conquo is another guy who I think could be a big target tonight. Now he needs to catch the stinking ball, but if he does, that it's an opportunity for him, I think, to have a a lot of of yards after catch. If he gets past that linebacking core, past that first um, stage of defenders tonight, with the ball in stride. This is a very vulnerable secondary that I think he can get a lot of yak against. TyJ Spears. If there was a game for him to break out as a, as a receiver, this one would not shock me. And then Derek Henry, the screen game absolutely could be it. Now the sneakiest guy here that I've not heard a lot of people talk about, but he is coming back. Josh Wiley. Yes. Who, who showed, I mean, it's minimal flashes, but he's shown some flashes. If he can put together a couple of big pass, uh pass catches up the middle up to seem like they've, been trying to use him in the past couple of weeks before he got hurt in that role, he could have a big impact on that game. So all those guys, Chig, Phillips, Spears, Henry, Wiley, I think that they have the opportunity to eat underneath. I'm not sure who's going to do what, who do we take it? Take a wild swing JT of those guys. Who do you expect to have the biggest impact in this game?
1: I'm expecting to finally cash in on my weekly Chigakonquo anytime touchdown <laughs> ticket this go. week. I think I'm going to, I think it's, it's time. time. This yeah, feels okay. like the time, right? I feel um as if the, the time is right like he has had a couple of weeks where he has just not performed like we thought he would and i think the narrative is starting to get a couple to, of weeks <laughs> most I, of the weeks yes sorry maybe i'm just a little too no i'm with you uh, I'm like i want of a defender I'll, of shig <laughs> okonkwo but
0: i pretend that, i do not see it
1: that being said if there is a week for him to kind of um kind of break out right, right. And, and, and we start to see that yards after the catch and we see him be a big-time factor, it's going to be um, Chigakonkwo, and to that extent, Josh Wiley, I think, as well. I think you could extend that also to him, because if DeAndre Hopkins is taken away, well, what is a rookie quarterback's best friend? It is a tight end, and I think that that is going to play into the game plan a lot tonight.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. Let's look at the Titans uh, defensively and what they'll have to contend with against the Steelers. Again, if you're with us live, we're here Physically live in Spring Hill at Boomba's Craft Pizza and Tap House. We got a lot of merch to give away during tonight's game. We will not be giving it away until the game. So if you'd like to come and hang out, maybe take a fifty dollar gift card, eat and drink on us, you and a buddy probably. Um it'll be worth your trip. We got some Oilers merch to give away. We would be happy to give it to you. All you got to do is come say hey and watch the Titans game with us here at Boomba's Craft Pizza and Tap House in Spring Hill. Come and say hey. It's a great week for it, the Titans and the Steelers, in about an hour. Okay. Titans defense, and there's a fly that is annoying the fool out of me. Get out of here. Uh, Actually, I lied. I have one last offensive thing to say. We totally neglected the running game, right? This Titans run game, this is the week for it to shine because this Steelers run defense is vulnerable. And again, getting Cam Hayward back, that's helpful. Yes, but I still think that they're vulnerable. I think that this Titans run defense is going to be the way that they want to operate because this is a road game. They've not been very good on the road this season so far. derrick henry Tyje spears a really nice one-two punch wouldn't shock me at all if things go the way the titans want them to tonight game script wise if in total they've run the ball 30 35 times when all is said and done and it could be a vintage derrick henry game i know you get some numbers on that in the news for us but wouldn't shock me at all if derrick henry went off in this one
1: no i think that's a big part of this game we know that this steelers team ranks 30th in scoring in the league and they are dead last in total yards gained on the season out of all 32 teams so what better way to control the game than to control the clock and use your very effective run game uh, to to do that, to manage the game and limit the opportunities that Kenny Pickett does have in this game uh, and kind of take him out of the game entirely because it has taken a long time for this the Steelers team to get started, I know when Junie Riddle from 102.5 came on the show on Wednesday, he talked about how Kenny Pickett has been historically bad in the first three quarters, but then turns it on in the fourth quarter. Well, if you just run the ball and manage the game the entire time, <laughs> if you probably, give him two
0: possessions in the fourth probably quarter,
1: don't have to worry about sure,
0: that. sure. Make it, make him keep the ball out of his hand the entire fourth quarter it doesn't matter. Here's an angle that exists out there. I'm not saying I, I'm endorsing it, but this this is something. This is a take you could have. Now that Derrick Henry is for sure with the Titans for the rest of the season, you know, they were considering moving him. They didn't. This could very well. You know, his contract expires at the end of the year. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. They could very well decide this is it's the it's the final final it's the last dance it's the swan song. But not to run the guy into the ground is is aggressive. But let's let's let this let's let's let the king eat in his last ten nine games. Right, let's 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 let him get after it. Let's let's get all the juice out of this squeeze that we can and let's let's see what he can do. Let's just see what he got left in the tank. And and at the very least, you could say, um, you know, if he does leave after the season, you went out on a high note, you you let the king eat. You didn't you know you let him right off into the sunset the way he wants to. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but I, I just do think that there's an element of now that he knows he's here, now that the Titans know he's here, it's time to run Run the ball with Derrick Henry,
1: and it's certainly. Well, you're if there if you want to keep developing. Uh, Will Levis, Will Levis here, mm-hmm. um, in and if Ryan Tannehill continues to have to miss time, like there, there's no better reason than to continue to just pound the rock with Derrick Henry and give, um, Will Levis as much space and time as he needs in the pocket to kind of make plays.
0: Right, I agree. All right, now the defense. Titans defense is, I think, going to play a lot like they did last week um, in the sense that it's going to be a lot of field position game, you know, bend, don't break, lean on the pass rush. That pass rush, they kind of woke up the sleeping giant in the Titans pass rush last week. Six sacks, Harold Landry getting more involved each and every week as he's returning from his injury. Um, I think that's going to be a, a big key for them. And and one num- just one number that I found this week that I find interesting, you know, Arden Key, Sorry, with a bang this year had a fantastic game against the, the Saints in week one kind of been quiet since I've, I've seen fans with rumblings of, you know, this guy. Is he actually panning out or is he, you know, starting to fade, starting to recede? Where's the impact we were expecting to get from Arden Key? This is, I believe, from next gen stats. He's more impactful than you think so far. The Titans defense has generated significantly higher pressure rates with Arden Key on the field this season, despite opposing quarterbacks getting rid of the ball quicker. With Arden Key on the field, Tennessee's pressure rate is 39.8%, so almost 40% pressure rate. With him off the field, it's 31.9%, so about nine percentage points different. Key's teammates, Jeffrey Simmons, recorded the fastest sack in week eight and the 12th fastest on the season last week, taking down Desmond Ritter in 2.54 seconds. So the Titans Every week, they're facing teams that, whether it's their MO or not, are trying to get the ball out as quickly as possible because they know that the pass rush is the the most potent part of this Titans defense. If you can get the ball out quickly and take away their ability to affect the quarterback, then you're probably in good shape against this Titans D. Um, So they're fighting an uphill battle, absolutely. I, I do think that they're going to have an impact in this game. Kenny Pickett, banged up, got a rib injury can't imagine that feels very good to take a one just the first one right one solid whack to the chest from from Jeffrey Simmons maybe lands on you a little bit um you're thinking about that the rest of the night
1: yeah I I definitely think you are and I think it also just gets rid of how efficiently he can throw that ball I, I think that they're probably and I'm not sure exactly the extent of that injury because he was initially questionable to return in that game and then ultimately they designated him out um, which kind of tells me they were already kind of getting blown out in that game, maybe rest him up, you know, how impactful will Kenny Pickett's rib injury be tonight? That that's something um to consider. But yeah, like you said, if you get to um if you get to the quarterback and, and they might have, they might be able to really get to the quarterback tonight because um I, I don't know um if you've seen this, but it seems like we're going to see a lot more Broderick Jones tonight than we have um, before. And D good mentions that in um, the, in the chat, he's going to be starting
0: at right tackle in this game. Um, And if
1: you can get to Kenny Pickett early and often at the begin this game, you have, you have the potential to really have that rib nag him for the rest of the game.
0: It all it takes is one, right? That's all. That's all it's going to take is one solid hit where he's making it. It's making him think about it. It's making him breathe a little bit harder. Um, We're not wishing pain and suffering on the guy, but, from a the war element of football that does come into play. So should be an exciting game. Um, we'll, we'll cut off the preview there. We could keep going on and on. But you know what? This episode, uh, the preview portion of it, is going to be irrelevant in about an hour because the Titans irrelevant. are going to have ir- –
1: What did I say? You said relevant.
0: The opposite of that. Irrelevant, <laughs> excuse me, uh, in about an hour when we watch the Titans play. And uh, by the way, just before we move on, we still got plenty of show left of relevant topics in the news. And then the Best Bet Gauntlet will continue to help make you guys money. Got to shout out our boys at the 440 Podcast Network who shouted at, at us out earlier today. Appreciate them. But Braden Gall and Zach Lyons of a football show will be live immediately after the game. Usually that's what we do. We're doing the live show here and then we're hanging out. We're not We're not going to make Boombaz stay open until 1 a.m. to so that we can record here. Um, and they're like, can we go home? And we're like, no, we have to talk about the Titans until <laughs> one in the morning. We'll talk tomorrow. Uh, we're going to take that Friday afternoon slot will be a big show tomorrow. Plenty to recap. I'm sure plenty to discuss, but tonight immediately following the game, Zach and Braden have got you covered here on the 440 podcast network. Uh, check them out at 440 Sports on YouTube. That's the best place to watch, but also on Twitter. We'll be retweeting all those links and stuff, so we've got you hooked up here at 440 Sports and Broadway Sports Media for all of our Titans coverage. Okay, let's get to the news, JT, and, uh, well, he- here is the news with producer JT. Let me give you the form. I'm so sorry to-, to rob you of the formal introduction. You. Let's get to the news with producer JT. Now, now let me say what I wanted to say. Um, this injury report is different than what we've had in most weeks because we're not we're not projecting what might happen we're talking about who is and is not playing yes so who is and is not playing in this one
1: let's talk about the titans inactives first Uh, they just released these about five minutes ago or so Um, not being not active tonight for the titans number 14 wide receiver colton dow of course ryan Tannehill, cornerback roger mccreary caleb murphy chris hubbard who's dealing with that concussion and then jaleel johnson so some interesting uh notes here like we said deandre hopkins playing And also Josh Wiley playing Chris Moore, also good to go. So every offensive weapon at Will Levis's disposal um, will, or every, every, I would say more veteran um, weapon is at his disposal tonight for Will Levis. So that is a good thing. And then on the Steelers side, uh, really the only one, um, The only two to report here is that Minka Fitzpatrick is not going tonight. So that uh, could play a key factor. And then as well, Dylan Cook not going the tackle. So Roderick Jones will be getting the start tonight at right tackle.
0: All right. Um, Yeah, I don't have a lot of thoughts on that. We knew McCreary being out continues to be a a pain for the Titans. Expect a lot of Eric Gare in the the nickel at the slot position, um, playing a good bit of cornerback tonight. And it is, like you mentioned, it's very good that he has all of those veteran top-of-the-food-chain guys in there, Will Levis, to uh, have at his disposal in the passing game. So the Titans are set up for success. Let's see if they can finally, finally look decent on the road how about that
1: yes and let's talk about will levis a little bit who has done something that no other player this year has done i mean get him fitted for the gold jacket based on and that's when the end the nickelodeon nvp nvp
0: the the nickelodeon valuable
1: player Uh, yeah i'm not sure exactly what it means but uh, Will Levis wins the MVP joining the greats like Mitchell Trubisky and the first Dak, ever, I believe the first ever right. Dak Prescott and, and some others. I don't
0: yeah, know, yeah, but <laughs> those are the ones that
1: come to mind. So that was, uh, if you haven't seen that video, we both retweeted it on our account.
0: And it's so funny because did you, I retweeted it. Every comment I saw was like, oh my gosh, Will Levis is likable. I, I, I love this kid. I, he's, I find him so enjoyable to watch. He's so, he's got a great personality. Like he's, he's very likable. Can you imagine sending out a tweet Will Levis is so likable I love this kid in March and not getting I mean you tar the, and the, the comments the comments on that it just go continue to go to goes to continue to show which is from not, enemies
1: to lovers right ex- exactly
0: exactly exactly the uh the, the group think in the spring was so out of control and I'm glad that the guys it's you know the karma's coming around for him he's finally He's most of this calendar year been public enemy number one for most NFL fans. Yes. And and it, one game, everything changes. People love you. Crazy how that works.
1: Yeah. And finally, let's talk about Derrick Henry tonight and what he has the possibility of doing. Uh laid this out on Twitter uh, earlier today. But Derrick Henry has the ability to to maybe Set some milestones, break some records, move up the the franchise ladder Mm. for the Titans tonight. If Derrick Henry were to rush for a hundred yards, he can tie Earl Campbell for the most games in franchise history with a hundred or more rushing yards. It'd be his 40th time doing that. If he doesn't get to a hundred rushing yards, but gets to a hundred total, yards, hundred
0: total yards,
1: hundred total (laughs) yards from scrimmage. Henry can move above Chris Johnson for the second most games with 100 or more yards from scrimmage in franchise history. He would only be behind Earl Campbell as well, who I believe has 54 in that stat. This would be Henry's 46th uh, game doing that. And then if Derrick Henry absolutely goes off on the ground tonight and runs for 139 rushing yards or more, he will eclipse the 9,000 rushing yard total in his career.
0: Well, yeah, sounds like that's going to be a marquee either passes tonight or the next week, or you'd imagine at the very oh, least. Oh, and then, the and
1: next then next. also D. Good saying, getting to the real news, Will Levis is rated a 69 in Madden. Next.
0: Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. All right. Um, is that it for the news? Anything else? All right, that news? is producer JT with the news. And that leaves us with one last segment before we get to our live watch party of the Tennessee Titans on Thursday night football the best bet gauntlet we uh have some updated records for you tough week last week big bounce back opportunity for us in this one my record on the year a very mediocre 1920 and 1 we're going to you trust the process by the end of the year we'll be well above 500 but it's been a tough start it's been a pretty square start that's fine it's all right you got to be patient in this game um jt what is your updated record
1: my updated record is a 23 Eleven and one. Okay. Yeah. Um. So still holding out there. You know. Is that right? I think so. I I think that's. I know, at, that's... Least, I know I at least tied. I went. I went two one and one last week. Or three.
0: You were I... twenty three and twelve. You went two one. So you're twenty five. Yes. And. 25, 13 and one that, that, so. that, that adds up. I think 25, 13. I did not, I did not no, as 20, the producer, 20, I did not write yeah, no, these we, stats. We, so we, this is not my really <laughs> dropping the ball. That's, that's fair. I think, I think it's 25, 14 and one. The that good news up the is
1: writing. I'm still beating you pretty handed. You, hand. hand.
0: you are, you are, but it's a long season. So we'll continue grinding. Um, this week. I mean, listen, if you listen to the, any pros, if you follow any pros, if you follow the numbers on these books, there, there's a lot of contests people enter where you enter, five picks every week and you get to you get to sit out a week you get to choose a bye week for yourself a lot of pros are taking this as their bye week this is a this and is I a don't blame them yeah, i don't blame <laughs> it. this is a tough, tough not us. week to bet we not don't us. we don't take breaks we do we stay trying to make money and like we said we've not had a week where we performed poorly below 500 as a show since i think i, I calculated this earlier in the week i think since week eight of last year we've not oh, had wow. we've not had a bad week that we didn't follow up With a money making week, so if you're playing the trends with us in the Best Bet Gauntlet, we had a bad week last week at below 500. We're due to make some money this week, so bet along with us. I have the first pick this week, and with that first pick, going with the Homer pick, make it nine out of. Excuse me, this week ten. This week nine. This is is week nine. Week week nine. Eight out of nine. Eight out of well, yes, eight out of nine because Titans have had their buy. Thank you. Eight consecutive Titans playing weeks where we've taken the Titans game in some fashion. I'm taking the Titans plus three at Pittsburgh. You have, again, about 45 minutes to enter this bet. I'm sure many of you already have. This one's pretty simple. It's a meeting of two of the most profitable coaches against the spread in the NFL, and Mike Tomlin and Mike Vrabel. These two guys are the underdog kings. And who's the underdog in this one? It's Mike Vrabel. Love a dog in a total in the 30s, 36 and a half, taking the dog, getting points. That's a recipe for success. That's usually an auto bet. And I just... I. Maybe I'm walking into it here, JT. I know you're not crazy about this, but I'll, I'll, I'll be, you know, in the foxhole myself on this one, but in this foxhole, I am content to say I'm con- confident rather in saying that this Titans team is finally going to figure out how to play on the road. And it may not be pretty in this one, but I think that they get the win outright. I certainly don't see a reality in which they get blown out. Um, so give me Tennessee getting the field goal to at worst push, I think.
1: Yeah. Um and I'm I'm sorry Titans fans here but I I will not be I'm not taking the other side tonight I'm not I just not touching this game you are out on the Titans you just
0: don't want to touch the I game I just don't yeah. want to touch this game too much, because you because you are noise. right
1: Mike Vrabel is the underdog king however Mike Tomlin is also just as good uh, yeah. as Mike Vrabel there are only 3 coaches in history who in the last 20 years have had a uh, winning record as an underdog right. of over 500 Mike outright. Vrabel outright Mike Vrabel and Mike Tomlin are two of those guys. However, it's the immovable object, the, the thing that the scares me, force. and that might push that over the hill. Right? Is that Mike Tomlin has Kenny Pickett, who is six and zero against the spread all time in night games, which mm, does not bode well. I mean, a random stat I, it's for random sure, stat but it is a sure, stat. But it, it just grosses me out, and I just want to stay away from this all right, game. So, who's your first pick? My first pick, however, and we talk about this all the time, right? Uh, the the theme of the show this year has been catching the falling knife this season, and I think we have uh, a game here where um, there is a falling knife, like a falling real sharp knife, okay. and then there is a falling plastic knife,
0: ah, um, like a butter knife, yeah,
1: like a butter knife. <laughs> okay, okay. And I, which
0: which knife are you trying to grab?
1: I'm trying to grab the butter knife oh. this week. <laughs> <Okay>. um, taking <laughs> Houston minus two and a half because even though they're really not on a losing skid, losing to the Panthers mm. in a game where you score less than 15 points stuff it's, it's a little bit of a butter knife it's a little bit first price young win yes, of his career right? first win of the panthers season. it's a little yeah. weird but yeah. look i think houston is, is the play here at home once again um todd bowles teams um even though he's like one of the most um profitable head coaches against the spread in the last couple years well guess who he had the last two years he had a guy named thomas brady the mm. last two years so thomas not, edward patrick yeah, brady. not not yeah. not Brady. Cr- Cr- crazy, not crazy about uh, I'm not crazy either. <laughs> About uh, his stat line there. However, Todd Bowles' teams have struggled mightily off a loss, and that's what they're coming off of. They are 18 and 32 straight up, 19, 29, and 2 against the spread in this spot, including a 2 9 and 1 against the spread with the Buccaneers in that spot. I'm expecting a bounce back game here for CJ Stroud, who continues to get more of that offensive line back. It's looking a lot healthier, it's giving him a lot more time to operate in the pocket. Therefore, I'm going to take Houston this week, minus two and a half.
0: I like the bet. I like the bet. It's, it's fair to point out, by the way, Houston's been much better on uh, at home than on the road this year, a lot like the Titans. They lost on the road at Carolina last week, but the games they played previous, they beat New Orleans at home, then they boat raced Pittsburgh at home. So they're going to be at home in this one. I like their chances. With my second pick of the week, nine, best bet gauntlet, I'm taking Kansas City in Germany, in Deutschland. Give me KC minus two versus Miami. Pretty simple handicap here. Mahomes, 19, 6, and 1. ATS is a dog or a favorite of under three points, which this meets that criteria. So it's an auto bet for me. Maybe I'm wrong here, but I'm, I'm right long term. If I go down betting Mahomes, then I go down betting Mahomes. I'm perfectly happy to do that. I think that they, I mean, it's a massive bounce back spot, right? They had a everything goes wrong game last week. Mahomes had the flu. They were in the cold and the snow. Five turnovers in that game against Denver. Their first, Mahom, I don't know if you saw the stat, JT. Mahomes' first loss on the road in a divisional game in his career. Really? In his career. I didn't week. know that. Yeah, That's first crazy. road divisional loss of his career. It was insane. the Denver Broncos
1: Super Bowl, to be fair. It so.
0: was, exactly. So I think this is a big bounce back spot for them. I think this was the game that they were low-key probably looking ahead to a little bit. Um, this game in Germany. It's the early game. It's a weird time. Um, the the tra- I'm not going I'm not taking the travel schedule into my into my handicap. I don't really I don't really subscribe to those things, but yeah, very simple here. Mahomes wins these games when he is favored by under a field goal. I'm taking him to win outright by a field goal. Give me the Chiefs.
1: With my next pick here, I'm going against the Sharps this week. The Sharps love the Green Bay Packers. However, Matt Stafford or not, I'm taking the Los Angeles Rams mm. plus three this week because look, I think no Matt Stafford. Who's
0: Green Bay to be favored by three?
1: Who, who, who are is they Green at home, by the Right, I think that this 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 Bad Rams team. team, who even has a Brett Rippian at, at quarterback, is still a better team.
0: Is it Rippian or Rippin? I, I think it's just is. I think it's just Ripping.
1: I have no idea. It, he's it doesn't, doesn't really the matter. Well, you know what? To the you know what does probably, matter. Yeah. Jordan Love and Jordan Love has just not <laughs> he's, been good. If, he's if not you not watched good. this game last week, if
0: well, you saw Brian Gutenkuss GM came out and week, he goes, I'm not sure if Jordan Love's the future. Exactly. You no, know, the rest of us aren't either, pal. Like, agreed.
1: Yes, and. Look, I, the the Packers came out and looked absolutely flat that entire game last week, only got back into it because Jaron Hall kind of had to keep turning the ball over uh, to the Green Bay Packers last week. This time you get a veteran in there who, who has some skill guys who can really tear it up. Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua against that secondary who has not looked like the Packers secondary of old. Right, I, I think they can get back on track here. I think it's a bounce back spot after getting just absolutely walloped by a Dallas Cowboys team <laughs> yeah. last week. Yep. And even if Jordan Love continues to stink and they have to put um, Sean Clifford into this game, Sean like Clifford. I don't know if I'm very confident in Sean Clifford. I went to high school with Sean Clifford, and I don't think I'm oh, very confident okay. in in his ability to play this week, especially against Aaron Donald and that Rams defense, <laughs> no, uh, who has no. looked sneaky good at times. Sure. I'm going to take the Rams with the points going to Green Bay this week. All
0: right, with my third pick of the best bet gauntlet week nine, I'm taking Washington in the hook. We locked this in earlier in the week. I'm not sure you can get the three and a half right now, but it's Washington plus three and a half at New England. If you can't right now, wait, maybe later in the week, definitely get it at the three. I'm still comfortable with it at the three, but we lock. That's why you got to follow us at Easton Freeze, at JTenderScoreRunkey, at Hot Read Pod on Twitter. We lock these numbers in when we think that the line's going to move like it did in this instance earlier in the week, get the best of the number. So the best of the number is that three and a half. That's what we're using in the contest today. Very simple handicap here. Two very bad teams. Washington, perceived as a team that is selling because they sold their two best defensive assets at the trade deadline. However, first of all, speaking of who are they, who is New England to be fair? I mean, I've been betting New England to try to catch the long knife, did catch the long knife in the past couple of weeks, but now I'm I'm back to saying, who the heck is this team to be favored by over a field goal at home? What What are we talking about? There's four units in this matchup. Two offenses, two defenses. There's only one good unit. It's the Washington offense. They can put up four or 500 yards of offense on you. We've seen them do it all year long. They can put up 30 points on you. We've seen them do it all year long. Every other unit stinks. So, I like, you know, will Bill Belichick's defense give them a hard time? Probably, but not, you know, harder than what Philadelphia gave them, harder than what some of these other teams, they like, I, I just don't see this as a spot where New England can hang. I think that Getting that hook is massive, and it makes me really confident in this bet. I'm trying to see if I have any other notes here. Oh, by the way, New England lost Kendrick Bourne last yes, week. They who did. I had just traded for in fantasy football. Yikes. Don't want to talk about that. Um, lost into an ACL tear. Their passing options are non-existent in this one. One stat for you: Road dogs of less than a touchdown against home favorites who are averaging 18 or fewer points per game. Are 64% all time, so a very good trend bet here, a good feel bet for me. I like Washington plus three and a half at New England.
1: Yeah, with my next pick here, we're gonna. I I know I know we we know what happened last week.
0: Uh What happened? Nelson
1: Aguilar absolutely sold on me last week. Absolutely, letting a onside kick go right through his hands, Breaking. allowing
0: Man known for not being able to catch, still cannot catch.
1: I don't even know why he's on the 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 kicking team the, there. To the re, hands to, team. To, to, to he's on the hands team.
0: He's famously got no hands. Yeah,
1: I, I'm confused by that. But then Jonathan Gannon, with the fire in his gut, goes to the field goal there. <laughs> they miss it, but then there's a penalty that's on them, and instead they get of get another try, yeah, they get it. another try. Uh, Matt Prater makes it, and I lose that bet because of Nelson Aguilar, and then of course. They onside kick it again. And this time, Nelson Aguilar kicks it. But let's stop talking about last week, right? This week, we move. Baltimore plays the Seattle Seahawks, another team that I faded last week because I was pretty confident that they had met their match. And I was also a helmet interception bobble away <laughs> right, from right. covering that one. Look, I think Baltimore is maybe a top two, maybe top the best team in the league right now everything they're on
0: firing all cylinders everything is
1: clicking for them right now they are at home seattle's having to travel to the east coast here and once again their best team that they played this season in terms of uh epa is that that cleveland team last week with a pj walker team right they played a very hurt giants team they played the Bengals before joe burrow got back to being joe burrow they've played the Rams. They, they've played the Cardinals. They've played teams that haven't really been able to score points. Now they're going up against a Baltimore Ravens team who I think is just going to continue to be dominant in this game here. Um, I like getting it still under the touchdown. I wish I could get it at minus five and a half. Maybe if it comes back down here, if some, some love for the Seattle Seahawks <laughs> comes back in here. Maybe we can get it back down to minus five and a half, but I'm still pretty comfortable taking it under the, the touchdown. So give me the Ravens minus six.
0: With my fourth pick of the Week 9, Best bet: Gauntlet, keeping it super simple here. Las Vegas, mine in that, minus one and a half. The Raiders at home against the New York Giants. Very simple handicap for me. It's the fired coach bump, right? Gotta love the fired coach bump. Got to love having them at home as a short favorite in this one. Um, Danny Dimes apparently rushing back from injury to play in this game. I think that's actually a good thing for this, this Raiders defense. If they can force him to turn the ball over, which he's very apt to do. I think that they win this game outright. I think they win by a field goal. I don't know if you saw any of the press from their new head coach in Vegas, but he's a big motivator guy. They're probably going to hate his guts in five weeks when they've lost five games and he's still trying to get them pumped up. But for now, he's a guy that they're going to get behind. And I, I have a, I have a hunch that a lot of players in that building may have rather disliked Josh McDaniels. Happy to see him go happy to play harder. Now that he is gone. Um, we've seen it time and time again the law, the lost the fired coach bump is a real thing i think that they win this game we, last year we thought the colts do it with with uh jeff saturday won a game they had no i think they the the raiders? It was against the raiders yeah they beat the raiders in a game they really don't have any business winning so yeah this is one of those instances give me the give me the bump for the fired coach give me this raiders team minus one and a half
1: with my next pick here and I believe I'm 500 this year on these picks, but once again, we're we're coming back to the JT Vibes, vibes pick here. Oh, um, I'm one and one on these, so uh, tail this one with with caution. with caution. However, I'm taking this one because I'll be at this game this weekend. Of course, the Titans are playing. On this week, so it's kind of a little bit of a bye week for, mm-hmm. for a mini bye week. So All right. was allowed to indulge myself in some pleasures, and I will be at the Cincinnati Buffalo game. And you would have to think Didn't I'm you, crazy. Did you go to this game last week? I last did, year? I did go to this game. How, I'm you, hoping they play more than a quarter. The, <laughs> I, I I I would hope so. I hope they would play more than a quarter. Um uh, they should have given everybody that attended
0: that game tickets to this game for free. Right. They you, should you have, they so. should um, have. Yeah. But
1: however, that being said, um, I'm taking the Bengals minus two in this game. Joe Burrow has not been good at night, but I just, I got it. I got it. I'll be there. They're they're checkering the stadium kind of like Nyland does for the uh, for the Tennessee Vols. Okay, it's sure. It's going to be an electric atmosphere. Uh, welcome the ju- to the jungle. Yeah, welcome to the jungle. Um, it's going to be a lot of emotions in this game. The crowd is going to be roaring, and I, I just want to be there, and I, I want some skin in the game, so I'm taking the Bengals <laughs> minus two this week.
0: All right. Um, With my last pick, we're going head to head on this one, JT. Big NFC East battle. I'm taking the birds. Go birds. Philly minus three hosting Dallas. Very simple handicap here to me. Dallas is a team, and I've said this before. They are a team that loves to fool everybody into thinking that they are a good contending team because they have a proclivity to murder bad teams. They're very, very good at beating up on bad teams they convince you by beating up on those teams that they are a good team. And then they go and they play contenders like San Francisco a couple weeks ago. And you see what happens. They get humiliated. They get knocked down a peg. They get exposed. I think this is another, I'm going to continue to subscribe to that theory until they prove me wrong. Um, I think Philadelphia is the better team. Top to bottom quarterback is not playing as well as, as you know, Jalen hurts not playing as well as Dak Prescott. Uh, I still think he has the better weapons. I think he has a better supporting cast. I, I don't really care about that. I think Philly wins this game at home maybe they split this series and Dallas gets them back at home later in the, in the season. But in this first leg of the series in Philadelphia, I think it's a primetime game. If I'm not mistaken, it's a four o'clock game Four. okay. So a, a late, late afternoon game. Um, I think, I think Philly's going to win this game by a, a touchdown. I like getting that, that field goal. And I would love, love keep an eye on this for betting along with us. Wouldn't shock me because I know a lot of the sharps, including this bozo over here on Dallas this week, wouldn't be shocked if you get that, two and a half get under the hook then I really love this bet but JT explain why you're wrong about the cowboys excuse me explain why you're betting the cowboys I'm very sorry
1: yeah I'll, I'll subscribe to the theory that the Cowboys are just better than the Eagles right now I think that <laughs> I think that is the case right now defense from top to bottom I think is playing better right now the defense is a little banged up I don't know if you notice and and I know this really hasn't been brought up because like uh happy trails right of, of everything that happened I know everything that has gone on. With, with Kevin Byard, but Kevin hmm. Byard looked absolutely downright atrocious in that new Eagles defense. It wasn't leveling. his best. Start. It was not his, was best. Not his best. He best got absolutely torched by Jahan Dotson and Logan Thomas and the like. So is, is he going to finally find that stride with an Eagles team desperate for some secondary help and get back to the Kevin Byard that we know and love? I don't know yet. It might take a couple games, but either way, this Dallas team. Is is really good at the pass. They're finding their stride right now. This is the time to ride Dak Prescott, I think, and bet him. Currently leading the league in EPA for the last three weeks. Like, I, I'm not saying Dak Prescott, and, and this is the end-all be-all, but like, this is the time of the season where top Dak, five quarterback Dak, where, where that where you get that narrative, yeah, right? Do, and I'm going do. to ride that until it it, it doesn't work. Look, them being the dog here, I think they have the better defense right now. I think the weapons are comparable. Uh, obviously, A.J. Brown is is a game changer and can really change the game on, on the snap of his fingers. Um, so this has a big play potential. But right now, I think even Jalen Hurts is a little banged up. And I think that this this Dallas front seven with Micah Parsons is going to be able to get after him a little more than they've been able to in the past. So yeah, I like uh, Dallas plus three this week.
0: All right, to recap, our best bet gauntlet from Week 9. JT taking Houston minus 2.5 at home against Tampa Bay. Cincinnati minus 2 at home against Buffalo. The Rams plus 3 on the road at Green Bay. And Baltimore minus 6 at home against Seattle. I'm thinking Tennessee plus 3 at Pittsburgh. Kansas City minus 2 at home in Germany. Excuse me. At at home in Germany against the Miami Dolphins. Washington plus 3.5 on the road at New England. And the Vegas Raiders minus 1.5 at home against the Giants. And then, of course, we're going head-to-head. I've got Philly minus three at home against Dallas. JT taking Dallas plus those three points, getting the three at Philadelphia. All right, that is our live show today, but we are not done here at Boombaz. The party is just getting started. Excited to pack up here, move on over to the bar, where we would love for you to come hang out with us. If you're with us live right now on the StreamYard, there is still time. We've still got all this stuff. We're not giving it away until the game. We're hanging on to it. We've still got all these lovely prizes. As Steve McNair throwback Oilers t-shirt, a Oilers koozie, an Oilers beanie, an Oilers hat, three $50 gift cards to Boomba's Craft Pizza and Taphouse. You can literally drive down the interstate here 20 minutes to get free food and drinks on us while you watch the Titans at a very fancy bar in, in, in front of some very nice televisions. I, I don't know. I shouldn't have to sell that, any further. that. That's pretty self-explanatory. Fantastic opportunity for you to come hang out with us and have a good time watching the Titans. So we'd love for you to come and hang out. We'll be at the bar here at Boomba's. Just ask for Easton and JT, and we would love to say hey and watch the game. All right, that's going to be it for us. Make sure you come and hang out. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to Broadway Sports Media on YouTube. We would love for you to help us boost those numbers there. Follow us on Twitter at Easton Freeze at JT underscore Runkie and follow the show for all updates, clips, and anything else that we decide to put on the internet at Hot Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Until tomorrow, we'll be going live, recapping Titans Steelers on Thursday Night Football. Around, we've not determined the time. at least sometime in the afternoon, sometime between 12 and 4. Follow the show at Hot Read Pod. Get updates on when that will be exactly. But it'll be a big show. We'll be talking about Will Levis' second ever career game and how things fared for him. Until then, for producer JTM, your host, Easton Freeze, come to Boom Boss. Come hang out. This has been the Hot Read Podcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow.